Hey Sipsters, welcome to another episode of Just a Little Sip. I am your host, Joe Arceo. Um, for, for a little while now, I've been wanting to try and record an episode for you guys, but I, I, I don't know. It just I just felt like I lack the motivation. Um, I, feel, I felt like I had really nothing to say. Uh, and I don't know what that's attributing. Maybe, uh, I'm going to be real. Maybe I'm getting a little discouraged that, that this isn't going anywhere. Um, that a lot more people are doing podcasts and celebrities are doing podcasts. So it's kind of like... You know, they already have a following behind them, and here I am just starting out, and um, it's it's tough to to get to get uh, to get ahead without having a name attached. Um, but you know, I I I don't I don't I I just felt like I I have nothing to say, and and. There was nothing going to come out of it. Um, could it be due to <sighs> my low self-esteem? Uh, yeah, probably. A uh, little bit of throwing a little bit of depression in there. Yeah, probably. Um, it, it's It's been pretty... Also, it's been pretty busy here well i shouldn't say busy it's just been um events happened where i couldn't get away and and record uh an episode or or anything like that so i mean it could have been contributing to that um all all things you know it could have i it could have it could have all kind of added together um the discouragement of you know, of of or the not I shouldn't say discouragement the struggle there we go the struggle of of trying to uh, grow uh, grow the brand grow the the podcast but also um, you know lacking funds to do so um, you know can't really advertise or or get more uh sponsors or listeners uh without having a that's what i feel like it, it, it's 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 hard to get sponsors and grow this brand grow this podcast without having a big name attached to it um so it's just it's just a struggle but i mean I do I do enjoy the struggle. I do enjoy struggle. I do enjoy hardships. Um but more than more than enjoying the hardships, more than enjoying the struggle, I like to overcome the struggle. I like to overcome those hardships. Um maybe that's the reason why I don't pick like for fighting games, I don't pick 
top tier characters. I pick mid to bottom tier characters because maybe I am looking for that struggle. I am looking for that that pain. I am looking for that um, that hurdle, and then I'm hoping to overcome it, um, and hoping to 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 just yeah overcome that hurdle um maybe i should just look at this as as another struggle as another hurdle uh that i need to figure out i need to persevere overcome um maybe maybe i should just look at it differently um but the fact that you know i didn't have much to say uh i i don't know the fact that I didn't have much to say or I didn't I felt like I didn't have much to say could be attributed to again the low self-esteem, the self-doubt, the depression, the the um, the constant of of succeeding, you know, maybe also I there's there's a part of me that's um afraid of success. Um Maybe that's also part of why I don't, uh, I don't know, pick top tier characters in fighting games because I'm afraid of success. I'm afraid it's too easy. I'm afraid. I don't know. Because um, I feel like once I, sometimes once I reach a goal, um, I, I feel like, you know, that's it. Like, I'm done, but it it shouldn't be that way, right? It should be once I reach a goal, what's the next one? What's the next goal? Let's strive towards the next goal. But um, like, let's say uh, take my weight loss for example. I, I I was all the way down to 215 at one point, and then I felt you know, like okay, good. I'm I'm here. I am I am at where I want to be. And then I ended up gaining you know the 15 pounds that I'm struggling to lose now. Um, so I'm still I'm still around the 230 mark, um, flirting between 227 to 230 depending on what I eat. Um, but also back then I wasn't lifting weights, so I was just doing cardio. So now that I'm weightlifting, I I want to say that that extra 15 pounds might have come from muscle, but you know I can't I can't I can't say that. It's probably due. It's actually probably due to my diet mostly, um, and my uh, my struggles with with food, my food addiction, um, struggles with, uh, my diet and, and, um, you know, my eating, um, secret eating, uh, secretive eating, um, and my, my problems that with that, but yeah, I, I mean, I would love for this podcast to get, to get big, to get huge, you know, to the, to the, to the size of like the Joe Rogans in the world and the Kevin Smiths of the world, hundreds of thousands to millions of 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 listeners each episode. I would love that. Yes, I would love that. But it's it's just so hard because you know I don't I don't have that name. But then 
you know, everyone starts somewhere. Everyone starts from the bottom. Uh, they just got to work their way up, right? So I have to do the same. So if they're able to do it, why not me? So let's... I have to try and change my way of thinking, um, which has always been the problem. I always... I, I try. I try to be a positive person. I try to be a positive Pete, but if you can, if you ask my wife, she will tell you that um, I am normally a pessimistic person. I'm normally a negative person, but I try really hard to to go positive for other people. I look for positives for other people, um, but I have trouble looking positives inward towards myself. Um... I, I, I always see like negatives when I look at myself. I, I, it's, it's hard for me to find the positives. Um, really, the only positive that I have is my family. Other than that, I, I see nothing but negatives. And I, I, don't, I don't know why. I can't. It's, it's been something that I've been struggling with for decades now. Uh, basically ever since middle school where I was, you know, middle school kids, they can be, they can be fucking mean. Um, and you know, my, my middle school or my junior high days were, were, were not, were not pleasant. Uh, we can say it, it's. It was definitely a, a struggle for me. Um, everything, you know, in in elementary school was cool. I didn't maybe until fifth grade is when I started to notice that you know, like I'm I'm bigger than other kids, but not bigger as taller, but like bigger as in like fatter. Uh, that's when I started to notice my weight, and then that kind of kept going towards middle school where then all of a sudden, you know, like I'm starting to get interested in girls. I, I want to start talking to girls. That's when the hormones start kicking in and I want to start dating girls or not even dating, just, you know, just doing what other people do. Like I see them holding hands. I see them hugging. I see them giving a little smooch in the in the hallways and stuff. And and you know, I always felt like why 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 them and not me? What's wrong with me? And then I would look at myself in the mirror and be like, oh right, because they're not fat. They're skinny and good looking. So that makes them more desirable to girls and you know that's that and then that would in turn make me very sad and depressed and and then I would um, go to my only comfort which was you know food um, at the time and then from there food and <laughs> You know, it's a it was a cycle. Um, food leads to leads to gaining more weight, and gaining more weight 
equals more negative thoughts, and more negative thoughts equals to food. Food equals gain. It's it was a, it was a vicious cycle for a very very long time. Um, and you know it. I I sh I shot my I I took my shot. Uh, with some, um, it didn't, <laughs> it didn't go well, uh, I remember, um, with most of them, uh, if not all of the girls that I tried, um, it, you know, and that sucked, it sucked a lot, uh, and I remember, <laughs> I remember one, where she figured out that I liked her, but then, like, we were cool, like, friendly, not, you know, we were just friendly, and then, uh, she figured out that I liked her, and then all of a sudden, I became repulsive to her. Every time she would see me, then she would go, ew, and then turn and walk away, and... That, I mean, to I look uh, to this day, it's fucking. What was it? I was what 12, 12, 13 at that time. So over, over twenty years ago, and it still it still haunts me. It still, I still remember it. I still remember, uh, just sitting there and then sitting there in a classroom just minding my own business and then uh she would happen to like walk close for whatever reason and then i don't know maybe to just because i think we're doing like a group project uh, and we were kind of just um talking amongst ourselves and you know we were kind of free to roam around and she her groups just so happened to be by by my group and then uh she got she just looked up and saw me and then immediately just went ew and then i, I didn't even say anything to her i just i just i was there i was just i was just present and then it's ew and then and then turns and walk away and then i remember getting um harassed uh in class in different classes um being called fat and and jiggly like jello i remember be call, being called jello for a while um uh because my uh th my last name arceo a r c e o it sounded like the jello commercial uh, of that time j-e-l-l-o it's live um and then i remember being taunted because my you could say my last name with the jello with the jello commercial a-r-c-e-o it's alive i i remember getting tormented w with that and um, and that wasn't even tormented because, like, this, this kid was, like, pushing a girl in one of the locker rooms, and I think it was banned, and, 
uh, he was like pushing her, and I kind of defended her. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Like, it's a girl. What? Stop. Uh, so I pushed him back, and then, and then since then, he he tormented me with with being you know calling me fat and and uh, jiggly and um, the Arceo Jello thing. Um, for for the next like two years year and a half in middle school um uh so middle school wasn't wasn't great wasn't a great time for me um and then then high school then i I, then then in in high school i i met i i mean in middle school i met my friends we we became better friends in high school uh and then in high school, I you know I, I'm still friends with a lot of those people that I did meet in middle school and high school. So um, I thank God every you know I thank God all the time because of those those friends that I have, those friends that I, I made. Um, they they are not friends to me. They are family to me because I've known them for over over twenty years, um, and. I love those guys, you know, more than some of my own family. But you know, uh, even even with them there, those my teenage years were still still full of pain. Um, so for most of my life, all of my life that I can think of, I can't. I've had. Uh, these 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 issues the the low self-esteem the the um, uh, the what is it negative body image um how did, body dysmorphia no is that what's what's define define body dysmorphia is that is that for the people that that are that that look good that don't look good uh, I know I have definitely have negative body image uh, body dysmorphia uh, let's see Google says body dysmorphic disorder occasionally still called dysmorphobia is a mental disorder characterized by the obsessive idea that some aspect of one's own body uh, own body part or appearance is severely flawed and therefore warrants exceptional measure, measures to hide or fix. In BDD delusional variant, the flaw is imagined. Oh, if the flaw is actual, it's an important, or its importance is severely exaggerated. Either way, thoughts about Thoughts about it are persuasive and intrusive and may occupy several hours of the day, uh, causing several uh, severe distress and impairing one's otherwise normal activities. BDD is classified as a somatoform disorder and the DSM-5 categorizes BDD in the obsessive-compulsive spectrum and distinguishes it from anorexia nervosa. Ooh. Uh, BDD is estimated to affect the... 
from 0.7% to 2.4% of the population. It usually starts during adolescence ah, and affects both men and women. The BDD subtype, muscle dysmorphia, perceiving the body is too small, affects mostly males. I definitely don't have that part where I think I'm too small. I am definitely at the body dysmorphic region. I'm not saying that I have it. I haven't been diagnosed with it, but um, I'm definitely over there where I feel like I am uh, too big. Uh, so it's 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 always been a struggle, and um, you know, doesn't help that I also have family that you know. Uh, when I try to, when I, when I try, you know, I'm trying now, I'm trying to, to lose the weight. I'm trying to look better. I'm trying to be here to, to have, to have a better body and whatnot, but it doesn't help that I have family that kind of, I know I've talked about it before that kind of like sabotages my, 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 uh, success. No, sabotages my uh sabotages my road no sabotages my journey mm, yeah okay we'll take that sabotages my journey towards my goals um by like oh yeah you're you know you're never gonna lose the weight so you might as well eat oh you're not gonna eat um because because of what you're on a diet uh always always that always like that um Oh, you can eat this. You you work out, right? So you can eat this. This is fine. It's just one day. Don't worry. There's no calories today. It's just one day. Um. Yeah, but they don't know. The, the one day leads to two days. The, then the two days leads to a week. The week leads to a month. The month leads to a year of, of shitty habits and shitty eating. And and then it's hard to, to go back and... and, and you know, break the cycle. So, um, it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's a, it's a struggle. It's a constant struggle. <sighs> but yeah, I guess I, I, like I said before, I guess I, I like the struggle. Um, maybe, maybe I do have a bit of fear of success. So I, I impose those struggles and I dwell on the struggles and, um, I fear, I fear, you know, if, if I do get to the weight that I want to get to, you know, then I, I just fear it. Like I fear success. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It's just, um, it's a constant struggle. It's, it's a, it's a daily struggle. Uh, but exercise definitely, definitely helps clear my head. Um, m- Every day, I want to say almost every day that I wake up to work out, I, I'd rather sleep. I'd rather lay in bed for another hour and a half, two hours um, until I have to get up for work. I'd rather just lay there and not do anything. Uh, but, you know, I know. I know I have to get up. I know I have to get up. I know I have to do something or else if I skip that day or if I don't do it that day, 
it could lead to another day of not doing it or not working out. Then it leads to another day. And that, again, leads to a week of not working out and not being active and leads to a month of not working out being active. Um, I can I can do um, the weekends uh, because Jacob is here and he he keeps me pretty active. But during the week when he's here and he's sleeping, you know, I feel like I have to do something or else it will lead me down the road to uh, down. It'll lead me down a bad road, which I don't want to be at. So I, I I force myself to get up and I force myself to do the things that I don't want to do uh, just to try and achieve my goal. Um, but, you know, I, I've, I've had people ask me, like, do you have bad workouts? Like, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, I have bad workouts. Um, sometimes I just don't I don't want to do it. And I, it comes out in the workout where I just feel like I feel sluggish. I feel I feel weak. Um, but, you know, uh, I, I'm still there. I'm still trying to do it. Like I find myself when I'm getting ready, like taking longer than usual to get ready. Uh, then that means I would have less time to work out. Um, again, like just just not not motivated enough um to do it um but you know afterwards definitely after my workouts and after uh lifting weights and you being on the maxi climber doing a little cardio and whatever uh, definitely after that it i feel good i feel great after my workouts the endorphins are definitely kicking in the feel good juices are definitely running um, it's just getting to that point is the struggle, uh, forcing myself to, to, to work out is the struggle, but once I am working out, you know, I find, I can find the motivation to keep going. Like I'm fucking here anyway. I'm, I might as well do, do what I need to do. Um, but you know, and then afterwards, I feel great. But just the the before getting there, that's that's the struggle. That's the part where, um, you know, I I struggle the most. You know, I just I just lay there in bed and like you can sleep. It's okay. Uh, you can you can go ahead and skip today. It's fine. You're you you've been doing well all week. You can you can lay. Uh, you need rest days. That's that's the that's the one that kind of runs through my head all the time. You need rest days. Your body needs to recover. So why not take a rest day today? Your body needs to recover. So you need to not do anything today. Um, oh, don't you have that little little pain in your shoulder? Mm, maybe you should you should you know take it easy today and not do anything. Uh, make today a rest day. Don't you have that little knee? that knee pain yeah you should probably not do anything today and rest it up so so you can you can uh so you can heal properly this is these are the the thoughts that run through my head in the morning before i work out oh you should you should just go back to sleep you deserve some sleep you didn't sleep that well last night so how are you how are you gonna perform 
you know, how are you going to perform downstairs if you haven't gotten that much sleep? How you haven't gotten that much sleep last night? You you slept pretty bad. Uh, then if you go downstairs and work out, that's less sleep, and then you'll be groggy during work. You're going to be so sleepy during work. You're not going to do the best job you can at work, and then after that, you're gonna. You're going to log off the computer and then you're going to be sleepy right after work. And then how are you going to be sleepy and still be a good dad to Jacob? How are you going to be sleepy and still be a good husband to Robin? How, how are you going to be sleepy and still uh, do laundry and, and wash the dishes and, and cook the meals and, and clean up and do all the things that you need to do? How are you going to do that? If you haven't slept good at night and also you decided to cut that sleep by working out, you know, you're being selfish by working out. You should actually get some sleep so you can be there for your family and 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 serve them as as they need. Because if you don't get your this is this is this is the type of shit that's running through my head uh, at constantly, constantly in the morning before I I I have before I get up and 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 work out. Um, I I have to I have to silence those voices and just like sh- shut shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. Let's go. Let's just go and do this. It doesn't matter if you didn't sleep last night. Get your ass up and go downstairs and fucking lift some weights. It doesn't matter if you have a little bit of pain in your shoulder, then we'll work on something else. It doesn't matter if you have that little pain in your fucking knee, we're going to get up and do it anyway. Get up, you pussy. This this is the type of thing I have to do and force myself to work out or else I will stay in bed until like 6.30 um, and just get up and, and go to, you know, get ready for work. Um, th- this, these, these are the struggles that are, are in my head uh, constantly and... I'm, you know, I, I try to be positive again to, to other people. I try to, to, to look at the positives in, in every situation that involves other people. But when it comes to me and my situations, I can't help myself but think of the negatives. And I don't know how to break that pattern. Um, I'm I'm a strong strong believer in self sacrifice. I I believe self sacrifice is the strongest um, form of love. Uh, y- you for me. The way that I, the strongest way that I can show you that I love you is to serve, is to sacrifice something for you. If that means hosting, if that means 
cooking a meal, if that means cleaning, if that means, you know, doing laundry, if that means just listening to your problems and having a shoulder for you to cry on, if that means uh, just being there for you in your dark times, I that is that is the strongest way that I can show you that I love you is self-sacrifice. Uh, I think I get this from my parents, especially my dad, who worked his ass off to give us what we have today. Double shifts uh, every day, two jobs as far as I can remember uh, since I was a child. He worked two jobs from directly from one shift at one job going directly to another facility and working another shift and then coming home at 11 uh, 11:30 and then having to wake up at like five and do it all over again and he'll have maybe one day a week off I get it I get, and I get it from him that sacrifice is the biggest way that he may not say it unfortunately that he he loves us um and it's a struggle for him to show affection but i get it i get what his you know what his love language is his love language is sacrifice and uh serving uh and that's what he does he cooks all the time he cooks more than enough food every single time that we go over there he that's how he shows us that he loves us through sacrifice and i get it from him so with that i will sacrifice you know a lot for for my loved ones and i try to be a positive person towards my loved ones but for me, I always, I always leave myself like I'm, I'm, I'm second. I'm, I don't, I, I don't matter. Um, I don't, I don't want to say I don't matter. I don't matter as much as everyone else. Um, that's just kind of the way that I work unfortunately I I know I shouldn't be like this all the time um, there is a time and place for this but it's just something that you know I I, I struggle with um, I'm again ask my wife uh, she'll she'll tell you that I'm I'm kind of a negative person uh, when it comes to when it comes to me um, but when it comes to everyone else, I try to be as positive as possible. Uh, like, for example, um, just recently, a, a family member, they had to go to the, to the emergency room. But then they ended up, you know, sitting in the emergency room waiting area for, I don't know, for a couple hours, really, for like two hours, two and a half hours, something like that, before getting, uh seen by the doctor you know and then other people were frustrated like why haven't they been seen yet what's going on but then i i tried to spin it into a positive saying like okay 
They're in the ER. It must be really busy in the ER, which it was. Um, and they weren't seen yet, meaning their situation was okay enough for them to sit and wait. It wasn't urgent enough, you know, to to be seen right away. So, um, their their condition, their their situation was okay for them to sit. They weren't dying at that moment. Uh, like how maybe some some of the other folks in the uh, the ER were, so uh, that's why they were seen ahead, you know, um, of of this family member. Uh, that's that's the way I spun it, and you know, I and then after I explained that, it, they seemed to 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 get it. But if it if it was if it was me, I you know I would have probably spun it in a negative um you know i would have probably spun it like like everyone else but uh that's just that's just how how i deal with things and and it's a struggle um so in short i'm i'm struggling i'm struggling guys i'm struggling a lot um i struggle every day uh and again i I kind of enjoy a struggle, but uh, I don't. I shouldn't say I enjoy the struggle. The struggle is frustrating. I like overcoming the struggle. That's that's what's very satisfying. But this is a struggle that I've been, you know, battling for decades, uh, and I don't know. How I'm going to overcome this struggle. I don't know. Uh, if I can. Overcome this struggle. But you know. I'm going to try. Um, I'm going to try. And um, you know. Just I got to. I just got to. I got to work at it. I got to work at it every day. Um, and there's nothing more. Than, than I can do. Than, than to work at it. And try to be a, you know, what was that saying? Uh, progress, progress, not per- not perfection. You know, uh, be better than I was. Be um, progress, progress towards the goal. Um, and I just gotta, I got, I just gotta keep doing that on day to day basis. And holy shit, I didn't realize the time. Um, yeah, I guess. I guess that'll do it for for this week, uh, this week's episode. Um, thank you for listening to to this. I, I might not even post this one. Um, I try to bring positive positivity into the world with this podcast, but this one is kind of a downer in it. Um, but yeah. Um, Thank you, thank you again for for listening. Thank you for joining me on this journey, um, whatever it may be—the weight loss journey or uh, reviews—and and I mean, some of you might be even thinking like, "Hey, talk about the Eternals trailer." To be honest, I know nothing about the Eternals. I know nothing 
about the Eternals. The only thing I know about the Eternals is what we got in the trailer that was just released. Angelina Jolie's in it. Um, Camille's in it. Uh, the one badass guy in Train to Busan's in it. Uh, and that's about it. That's all I know. I know nothing about these characters, so I can't give you any sort of insight. Uh, I know the Celestials, the 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 basically the the gods of the un- of the Marvel universe. I think um, what's his name? Uh, Quill's dad. What's his name? Shit. Ergo, Ergo was a Celestial. Uh, I think the in the outer space the the that head of nowhere. Uh, that's the head of a celestial. Uh, I know the celestials made the Eternals, and I guess the Eternals came to the to the Earth, or to the Earth to Earth, and kind of jump started civilizations here. I think from what I got in the trailer, but that's about it. That's all I know from the the Eternals. I don't know who the bad guy is. I don't know. What they're fighting against in in the in the in the trailer, I I know nothing, so I can't really give any sort of insight. I mean, I can only assume Galactus maybe. Uh, he might be the big bad, like the World Eater came and the Eternals fought him off, but then he's then the Eternals kind of went to sleep. And then, I don't know, then now Galactus is coming back to eat, try and eat Earth again. And then now the Eternals are waking up again. So that would explain why they weren't here for, you know, Thanos' reign. Um, They were sleeping and then they wake up when they feel Galactus is back. I don't know. that's That's my assumption of what's going on. Um... But yeah, that's the only insight that I have for the Eternals. Other than that, I, I know nothing. I know nothing. I all I know is the badass guy from Train to Busan. That my favorite character. He plays Gilgamesh, who is the strongest Eternal, and that's that's awesome. And you know that's going to be my favorite character because I like my big bodies. I like my strong guys. So that's 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 it. That's all I got. So um, just again, thank you, thank you for everything. Thank you for um listening thank you for uh joining me please like share subscribe all that jazz comment um and all that so thank you thank you thank you i can't i can't thank you guys enough um i just hope uh you know this podcast grows i hope um we can make something of this uh i would love to to have those thousands and thousands of listeners to millions of listeners every every episode i will love it but you know i guess i guess baby steps baby steps first but um remember whenever you're feeling parched all you need is just a little sip thank you for listening to just a little sip